Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Happy Hour with yours truly. We've got another fantastic guest lined up for tonight. We'll wait for some folks to join us, and uh, soon we will be having the one and only Madison Alexander joining in. Um, she is a phenomenally talented woman. I met her originally during the Chevy Montage project. That was the first all-female build back in 2017 already. Um, and she's just a, a tremendous woman. She's so talented considering how young she is too. She's um, a body tech, she's a painter, she's uh, painted a great eight contestant, um, just really contender, contestant, I don't know what the right word is for that. But anyway, you know what I mean. Um, I'm super excited to have her join us. She's gonna be a couple of minutes behind. I guess she had a, a Wi-Fi challenge, so she'll be here momentarily. So for now, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining in. If you're new to these Wednesday happy hours, welcome. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us. Uh, and if you missed any of the past ones, they all live in my Instagram TV. So all of those are there for you to watch. We're coming up. I'm not sure, this might be our 20th. I suppose I should have known that first if this was like a big deal, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but we've definitely done a number of these thus far and just some really incredibly talented women who've, who've joined in for happy hour. If you wanna hear their stories, make sure you check them out. Uh, and thank you, of course, for joining in. Um, so I met Madison through BASF actually, and Kristen Felder, if anybody knows that name, um, she's a, a very big name in the collision world. Um, she's a talented trainer and a huge advocate for the trades in general and definitely for women in the trades. So she introduced me to um, to Madison, and she was actually the one who helped me come up with the colors that we had everybody vote on for the Chevy Montage. So we collectively came up with three different colors and had everybody vote on them. So that tenacious teal, that, that teal blue color that everybody seems to love so much on the Chevy Montage, Madison was the one who helped me kind of come up with that and refine that. And so I didn't know Madison before the Chevy Montage, but getting to work with her, coming up with the color, learning her work ethic, working with her on all of the different ins and outs of that project, just she overwhelmed and, and inspired and impressed me. I think you guys are really gonna like her. She's gonna be joining in. It says it's waiting for her to connect. I've accepted her into the room. And there she is. I made it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so good to see you, my dear. So good to see you. How you been? Good. I'm, you're cutting, your camera's cutting off half of your head. There we go. Sorry, I'm 26, but I'm I'm not good with technology. That's that's all right. Are, are we going to get to see your face? Or you're going to sit in a room in the dark. There we go. I was started on the lights. All right. Did you just get to the shop? I did. I did. Yeah. All right. Um, the whole internet at the house was down, and there's no service out there. So. Oh, fun. So yeah, I was well. just coming. You made it. I'm, I'm so glad. It is so good to see your face. So everybody out there on Instagram, Live Land, this is Madison. 
who I've been raving about. <laughs> All right, we want to see your face. There we go. There we go. I know, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I know you and I haven't caught up in a while, so uh, we're definitely going to be doing doing some more of that offline. But I want to kind of go back in time with everybody and introduce who you are to all of the lovely audience, everybody following along today. So um, tell everybody who you are and what you do, and then we'll go back in time and we'll talk about your history. How's that? Okay. Um, that is... That sounds great. Uh, my name is Madison Alexander, and I own Riveting Rides Hot Rods Shop in Milan, Tennessee. We have been open for a little over two years now, and so exciting! Yes, so we are constantly growing, growing every day, uh, learning every day, and things are going really well. I love it. Now, how long? How old are you? Do you mind me asking? I know you're 20. supposed to never ask a woman. <laughs> 26. 26. So 26 years old, accomplished painter, grade eight painter, mm. business owner. How have you managed to do so much in such a short amount of time? So you remember two years ago, I called you crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just so overwhelmed with everything, you know? Um, I feel like, <clears throat> of course, I had a bunch of people helping me, and it was it was not all on my own. But one thing that I feel like I can credit myself is just to keep an open mind with everything. You know, learn all you can. If somebody says, hey, here's a way to do it, also listen to the other person's way to do it. And, you know, it's, it's just learning so many things. Um, I guess all at once and I'm the I'm the kind of person that's like just show me once how to do it and then I'll I got it from there you know and I may need a little reminders but um yeah just you know with like with the skill um it was a, a lot of keeping an open mind and learning if if anybody has I've already said this you know if anybody has one way to do it I also like I try it and then I try something else and you know I guess working working out the kinks mm -hmm. and you know like I was I was able to work with Chip Foose and all those guys you you know um so I I got to learn a lot of cool things and get those under my belt and apply them at a you know at a young age so I just listened to the to the old guys you know they had the <clears throat> They put in the 40 years, and I just kind of took their tricks and their uh, their skills. And then worked your butt off. And then worked my butt off. <laughs> how, did you get your, how did you get your start in, in doing body work and paint work? Uh, I grew up in it, and I get that question a lot. You know, um, everybody's like, how did you get into this? Like, you know, because you don't really see that that often. Um, I grew up in it. My dad was, he's a hot rod guy. My grandfather's a hot rod guy. Um, I grew up uh, outside <clears throat> fixing up cars, you know, with them. Um, I have a picture of me and my grandfather sanding like a blazer. Uh, and I was maybe three or four. But uh, yeah, and I would want to go outside and play on the play set, but my grandfather would say, hey, no, get back in, you know, 
outside. I don't want the fumes. I don't want you breathing all these fumes and, you know, like the smell of Bondo. I can, I can go way back. <laughs> Just thinking of, <clears throat> you know, my dad doing body work on the race cars and. Did you, did you ever consider doing anything else besides? Yeah, actually. Um, <clears throat> I, they're not really, um, body people. So they're more mechanics and, you know, shade tree mechanics. Um, so the, yeah, they're really not body, body guys. So I loved painting just, you know, artwork, drawing. I love to do all that. But, uh, I originally wanted to be a mechanic just like my grandfather and my dad. So, you know, in high school we had the vocational classes. Um, I took, <clears throat> I took the, the mechanics class and I just kind of wandered my way over to the body side. And I'm like, well, this is really cool. You know, I get to be creative, um, artistic, and, you know, apply that to a car. So I get, I get two, two in one here. Yeah, definitely. How, how was it for you? Because I know when I was coming up, I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you. Um, somebody accused us once of me being your mom, I remember, at SEMA one year. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you, um, yeah. but but I was I was kind of mocked for wanting to take those programs in high school. How were how was it for you? Oh, so uh, <laughs> we can be real here. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, okay. My teacher told me I had the best advice from my instructor. He said from the very beginning, before I even knew what he was talking about. Um, he said, look, <clears throat> sat me down. He said, you're going to have to have thick skin to be in this industry. And I was like, okay, you know, I grew up with a big brother. Like, that's kind of no big deal to me, you know. And then later on down the road, I would notice some, some drawings and like some, some stuff written on the bathroom stalls about me that were obviously false. And I'm like, where does this come from? You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm just doing what I love to do. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh-oh. I had to turn the AC off. Ah. Okay. So, you know, I'm just, uh, I love doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I love to do. So I don't know why you're getting mad at me. I'm just going to do what I like to do. But <clears throat> anyway, I know there, there's a whole lot of, yuck about it um but like I said I had the best advice whenever I was just coming up so I was able to kind of laugh it off and you know if somebody I remember being in a shop just pushing pushing a broom around my work area and you know people making fun like oh you know got my house next and you know if you want a sandwich you know oh, you're supposed to be in the kitchen making me a sandwich I'm like okay do you want mayonnaise or mustard <laughs> You know, you know, I'm just like, none of it affects me, really. Um, and then you want to get to, you know, I guess you can make those kind of jokes about be, being a female. But um, once, once you see my work, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just like, you got nothing else to say. So you want to say something about being, being a female. And I'm like... Do you see that truck right there? 
you see that grade eight car right there? You know, oh, and these are some that the that a uh, guy that works here, Keenan. Mm -hmm. um, this was a grade eight. Nice. And this was a truck of the year. Nice. So I got some like we, you know, we got some talent here. So I'm like, you got nothing else to say. So we're just gonna keep doing what we want to do. We're just gonna keep doing our work. Our work speaks for itself, you know. So I love that. And then I'm like, whatever. I love whatever. that. I, I mean, there's all the negative stuff that like people are gonna say stuff, right? But right. it's where you <laughs> focus your energy. And if you choose to focus on that versus if you choose to just in one ear, out the other, and let your work speak for itself. And your work definitely exactly. speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I just, I don't, it don't matter to me. I don't care. I Good do not you. care. Big, um, I love it. Somebody, um, somebody just asked, um, what's a great eight? Would you mind explaining that? Oh, yes. Okay, so, um, the biggest car show of the year is Detroit Autorama. And Detroit Autorama is where they they announce the Riddler. And the Riddler is the most pristine car, you know, million dollar cars are trying to compete for this one award. So they pick a grade eight and from the grade eight they pick the Riddler. So I mean a grade eight's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, even being a contender for the Riddler is huge. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. And, you know, I guess if you get a Riddler, that's like the top of the pedestal, you know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> serious like, goals. I got nothing to say. <laughs> I got to go to um, Detroit Autorama for the first time this past year, so... 2019, 20, 2019, I don't even, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and it was my first time going and I was just so impressed with all of the great eights that were there. Like they are insanely immaculate, like from head to toe, every nut, every bolt, like everything is just so dialed in. It is just absolutely incredible to see. So the fact that you you were involved with one that was a, a pretty high ranked contender in that yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah, that was that was an amazing experience, and there were so many awesome people that were able to work on that car with me, and I learned so much, so much. I'm sure. Car, and then I just applied it all to here. So what made you decide to open up Riveting Rise? Um, honestly, so what happened was, what happened, <laughs> what happened was, um, we, we go to Detroit, I say we, which is me and the shop owner and one other person, uh, we go to Detroit, get grade eight and three days later, seven of us got fired for, for why? I don't know. It was just not working out. So, anyway, <clears throat> uh, Keenan and I were like, okay, well, uh, we're going to go do our own thing. Cool. Thanks for giving us that opportunity. So, that's what happened. I uh, found the shop, <clears throat> and we just started our own thing. And now we have Jerry. He's our full-time metal guy. And nice. he was actually working over there, and we we took him from there. So... <laughs> 
All right. We um we have a really good crew here. Really That's good. Awesome. And celebrating two years in business. Yeah. Right? So cheers to that. That is phenomenal. Do you have anything to drink? Do you drink in anything? I have hand Happy sanitizer. It. That works. We'll roll with that. All right. <laughs> That's all right. I'll let you in on a little secret. Okay. This is normally whiskey, but tonight, mm -hmm. tonight it's iced tea. Yes. <laughs> I had one too many energy drinks this afternoon when I was trying to get work done before this. And uh, I got home and I was a little buzzing. I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to add whiskey to that right now. <laughs> yeah. Tea is awesome anyway. I agree. I agree. Although I didn't drink sweet like you guys do down there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know whenever uh, we were there, I was like, okay, I got to have some sweet tea. So <laughs> we had to go to the store and get some sweet tea. <laughs> so being a business owner, I know it's not, it's not always the, uh, the dream that people think it is. Who are you looking at over there? I have a visitor almost. Almost a visitor. I'm almost no, a visitor? Almost eight o'clock. What's up? I'm just, I'm Instagram live and both. She's live right now. <laughs> she can't talk. Oh, no. Yeah. No. What? Uh -uh. Okay, I'll talk. <laughs> Come on back to us, Madison. Leave okay. her alone. She's busy. <laughs> I'm like, coming in the door. It's seven o'clock. <laughs> Who was that? Um, it's a guy, Wesley. Well, our landlord. Uh, he's friends with Wesley, and he came and got this frame machine out of the way, and they're uh, all right. doing stuff. I don't know. I'm like, all right. Interesting. All right. All right. Anyways, anyway, back on track. So, it's so being a business owner, um, how, how has that transition been for you going from being strictly the doer to being the the business owner and the manager and kind of putting on the whole show how how was that for you um i absolutely cannot stand running up front but to be honest <laughs> uh, i have a wonderful tax lady that handles a lot of things for me though so i i don't have a lot to do uh, the one thing i hate doing is billing people <laughs> I can't stand billing people. I don't like looking at all the money. I'm like, oh, that feels so bad. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you got to get good at that, girl. All right. But, uh, I don't know if I'll ever get good at it. I mean, it still sucks. But, you it know, it's like, I wish I could just do everything for free. You know, he <laughs> buys everything, but I can't. But anyway, that I, that I think that's like the one thing that I just, I don't like doing. I don't like billing people. Um, I, it's, it's, I've gotten to the routine now. I can probably get things done in a couple hours. But uh, I'm still on the back a lot. But sometimes I put stuff off and put stuff off. I'm uh, spending a day up here. Yeah. Because you know? it's a lot to balance doing all of the, all of the things. Yeah, all of the things. Yeah. All 
Because it's more than people people think of, right? Like I think, and you probably had some of this too when you were starting out. And like I remember some of our conversations is this like, mm. I just want to work for myself. I don't want to answer to anybody else. I just want to be able to do the kind of work that I want to do. And then you go into business right. and realize like, ooh, there's a, there's a whole lot more to this business ownership thing than, than what it looks like from the outside. Yeah. Um... Yes, all of the things, um, dealing with customers, you know, a lot of not happy customers. I don't like those. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like dealing with, I don't like dealing with it. Um, but I do. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard. And some days I just want to toss this table and just, I don't know, I want to go greet people at Walmart or something. But like, I don't know. I love what I don't do, do that. I, get, I, know, I know. I know. It gets frustrating sometimes, but at the end of the day, I go back there and I see what we're doing, and I'm like, I would. There's no way I would give any of this up, ever. I don't know. It can be frustrating, but I'm like, chill out. It's fun. What What were the biggest things that it took adapting to? Is it just the customers, or like? What were the biggest challenges of, of adapting to being a business owner? Um, figuring out how much this stuff really costs. That was really hard to adjust. Because, um, you know, I'm telling a customer, hey, it may be this much money. And then it's not. And it's way more than that. And I'm like, how is this stuff so expensive? You know, and I'm having to tell the customer, hey, it's actually going to be this much instead of this much. And, you know, like it's I'm learning the money side of it. I think that was that was one of the hardest curves to get over um, was just figuring out how much goes into a build. Yeah. Um, that's I, I, I think that's probably one of the hardest things for most business owners is, is the money side of it and figuring out like how to estimate things properly so you don't lose money because you could be busy 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 right but losing money on every job that you do and then then the immediate reaction is always like well I just need more customers I need more jobs right, right. well if you're losing money on every job then having more jobs means you lose even more money <laughs> so learning how to estimate Yes, absolutely. And, you know, like we haven't got our first complete build out yet. So uh, we're learning a lot with that. Um, now I can look at something and be like, okay, well, it's actually going to cost this much instead of what we were actually thinking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm able to estimate more reasonable now. I say, I shouldn't say reasonable, more accurate now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So learning a lot. And then we're like, okay, well, we will never do that again. <laughs> right. Expensive lessons, but yeah. that's the way we learn them. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we're learning. We're that's, learning. that is what matters. What are some projects that you've got in the shop right now? Okay. Go check it out. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Let me try to flip you around here. Okay. okay. So dun, dun, we have dun. On cabs, on cabs. <laughs> what, what is that? It, it's a forty-six. I know on its, its back. On its back, yeah. He was working on uh, the 
all of these. Ooh. No, it's all rusted out. It's awful. Yes, it is. Uh, calves on calves on calves. Uh, a 40. I think that's a 46, and that's the 40. I don't know at this point. So, um, these are bedsides for okay. the 59 Apache. Nice. Back there. Keenan's nice, nice. got the the moldings and like all the clips mm -hmm. drilled out. Okay, let's see if I can do this without stirring up dust everywhere. Impossible. This looks this brings back a that, lot of memory. Totally. What you, is that a fifty seven too? It's a fifty five. Fifty five. Okay. Yeah. With a Oh wow. Yeah. Little little more conventional than the BMW engine. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but still really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, got that going. 55. Um, nice. Jerry, he's been working on the tailgate here, which okay. um, little levers are going to be under here. Ooh, lovely. Little, yeah. So, so that's pretty cool. I like the, the way you did the end caps. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Keenan came up with that. That's nice. I, that's I like it. Cool. And another cab. Good this lord. Is, I know. This one's a 58 Viking. It's one of the little stub nose cab overs. Uh huh. That's and cool. The, the thing about these is, you know, you can buy a bunch of parts, like, you know, patch panels mm -hmm. for those. Uh, for yeah. these, there's no patch panels. Oh. So he had to hand make, you know, all of that. Oh. That brings back oh. so many memories. Yes. Yeah, so Nightmares, really. <laughs> oh, I know. So, I guess this is the fun area. Ooh. Uh -oh. This is a cab of an 86. I was buffing it today. Nice. Look how shiny. <laughs> this is a 78. Okay. I think it's a 78. Um, but we did the paint and body, and he's doing a bunch of, he, like, he's, done the assembly and um we were just regapping the hood it had a little okay. bit of problems okay and here's the challenger nice yeah that's come a long way yeah this is the one i was talking to you about that one time yep, yep. yeah i've been wiring it you're doing wiring <laughs> oh yes okay so um I had to learn. This is the first one that I learned. Nice. Um, it was super fun. <laughs> yeah. So look how exciting this is. Ooh. Like everything comes on when you turn the key. It's so fun. <laughs> and the lights come on. What a concept. And you did uh, the wiring for that? Uh, it was, I mean, me and I had a lot of help from people like we just kind of got it running the other day and I had to call That's one of awesome. our buddies. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it was okay. So, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yay, that is so cool. Yay. Isn't that like the best feeling in the world when it finally starts up and you Yes. <laughs> yes yes so yeah that's beautiful uh, 
where uh, we have one of those, like the wood bed kits. Okay. Woods. Um, I've been working on the wood, so we're going to put that in next. Um, I just... You got a ton of projects in the shop. I know. Okay, you can't really see this. I forgot the screen's kind of tiny. Okay. It's dusty. Wow. Ignore the it's really dusty. The... I know. Are you only design. doing trucks? Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, these are the only two cars. That's crazy. We did have the 69 Camaro, but... Um, he came and got it a couple weeks ago. I got a okay. post social media. Gotcha. Nice. Got a full, full shop. How big is your shop? Uh, around 5,000 square okay. feet. Nice. Yeah. That's not our bad at all. Yeah, our next goal is to be building for sure. Uh, Be what? Building. We'll build our own shop. Oh. All right. Very nice. Big stuff going on. That's super exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Got some cool stuff going on. Very nice. So how do you balance? Like, how do you how do you balance all of the things? Um, I don't. <laughs> Wait, let me think about that one for a little bit. Um, <laughs> Just run from one fire to the next. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think. Are you, I'm, I'm like balancing life, balancing the projects in the shop, balancing. Uh, well, those are actually both good questions. So let's uh, let's start with balancing all the projects in the shop because there's three of you, right? Yes. Okay. So between three of you, you've got a ton of projects. Mm -hmm. clearly so so yeah we'll start with that question how do you keep everything straight how, what's your what's your secret of success on that or uh, your hard-learned lessons maybe I stole this secret from um Tasha one of my oh. friends Tasha and Jason Graham they have a hot rod shop in nice in um near Nashville but uh you know they help me out a lot too with the business side um I think it's it's important, and I have seen why they do that, um, to build people every other week. Like, I'll build two people, then I'll build two people the next week. And then, you know, so money's coming in at all times instead of, like, working and then billing somebody, you know, like, all of them all at once. But Interesting. That, was a, that was a pretty cool um, tip that she gave me, and it's worked out really well. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think there's a huge tip just in that, just what you said. Like, there can be other shops even in your area mm -hmm. that you can learn from, and it's not competition. Like, there's plenty of work to go around. Right. And we only succeed by helping each other out. Because if we all had to learn the same stupid lessons over and over again, right, <laughs> right? like, we would never get anywhere. So, so rely on other shops and learn from other people and ask the questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, no, but we, um, some people pay ahead, you know, um, and then we just kind of, I don't know, 
you know, in the mornings, we're just kind of, like, looking around, and Jerry's like, what do I need to work on? And I'll ask Keenan, like, what do I need to work on? <laughs> you know? And we're all just like, oh, let's get some time on him today, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, they know that I build this one person this month, and, um, you know, okay, well, we need to get some time on him so I can build him next week. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of a flow, you okay. know? What I mean? Yeah, it's just kind of getting things together. And I have a board, like a little whiteboard over here that I I try to write stuff down on, but it, <laughs> it sits there for two weeks. So we just kind of, just kind of go with the flow. It's just magic is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> Molly's, Molly just said you need a whiteboard and lots of labels. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we do have a big whiteboard out there. Nice. It, it kind of gets used. <laughs> but uh so it's all it's all in your head is what you're saying yeah and that's that's the dangerous part it is yeah it is. like the, the landlord the other day um we we're having a problem with the booth one time and i got this one guy's number that was he fixed it over the phone he's like oh, okay well is this clogged and i'm like i don't know probably anyway we spent like two weeks trying to fix this thing and, you know, the landlord's like, hey, um, where's the dude's phone number? And I was like, oh, um, I got it somewhere. Oh and he's like, what happens if you just go poof? He's like, I don't have a booth, man. And I'm like, I'll get you. I'm, I'm like, I have to put everything down. Yes. <laughs> I, I would say that that is probably, like, my number one piece of advice. Because I, I remember I was 28 when I started my business. And it was it was really easy then to keep everything in my brain, right? Right. But then as you grow and as you grow, like if you don't have the systems in place when you're small, mm -hmm. then when you grow, now you don't have the time to create the systems and everything is so crazy and you've got so many things and suddenly you can't keep them all in your head. And, right. um, and I hate to break this to you, newsflash for anybody who doesn't know, as you get older, it gets harder to keep it all in your head. <laughs> So now if it's not written down, it doesn't happen. And my cat is insisting on joining this conversation. Yay. This is the third time I'm going to remove him from the couch. Oh, claws. <laughs> um, but yes. All right. So that's, that's the shop. Um, how do you balance life? I mean, you just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so we've got a new a new home life we've got a new business we've got working on the vehicles we've got working in the office we've got life in general like how how do you take care of yourself and how do you balance all of that um it's hard it's really hard uh sometimes to try to find the right balance um, I have seen people that this, like, work consumes them, and it tears apart families, and I'm like, I just got married, you know, like, I, I can't have, I can't have this wedge, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta have a balance, and whenever we were working at the, at the shop before here, um, you know, a couple guys, I mean, we were in crunch time, and I get it, that's a Detroit car you know sure. like there's crunch times yeah. um but there's oh you need to 
take off, you know, um, you don't have to work every weekend. I understand if you need to work some weekends like we do, you know, and then we take off some weekends. Um, but you know, some of the guys wives were like, okay. Um, you know, like divorce was a topic, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Um, I know business is important. Like I'm, I'm not going to let my business sink, you know, um, but I'm also going to spend some time with my family. Like if they're having a get together, a cookout, you know, this can wait. Yeah. Um, and if it was just me, you know, like if I didn't have my family here and I moved back to Tennessee for my family, you know, like I, I lived five years without them. So I like being here. I like being with them. Yeah. I think that's really cool to hear. I, I think the old, the old school mentality and, and it's what I grew up with and what I started my shop with was you you're going to work 24 seven, you're going to work around the clock, you're going to bust your butt. And that's what it takes to succeed. And, and I feel like there's a, there's kind of a newer mindset that is like, I can, I can work really hard and I can make sure that I preserve some sense of balance so that I don't lose my mind. Um, and it, I, I like, I'm excited to see that shift happening in mm. kind of, understanding that it's okay to take time off. It is okay to not be 100% eat, breathe, sleep, your business. Um, yeah. Like, so. like I said, I've seen that tear apart families and yeah. like, I, I'm not going to do it. Um, like I said, business is important. Like if I have to do something for the business, I'm going to do something for the business. Um, but I'm also going to spend some time with my family and like, I, you know, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let business sink. Um, there's, there's a balance and you just, you can balance them both. It's not one or the other. Yeah. So. Sometimes easier said than done, but, right. <laughs> but yeah. we strive for it. Right? <laughs> right. And I mean, you know, if I've seen an issue with the business, like we don't have to work 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like we are able to take some time off and, you know, do our own thing. Jerry likes to go camping. He goes camping, you know, he just, yeah. I mean, if we have a really big build coming up, you know, like we're trying to make a debut for something. Yeah. We'll work super hard on it. Um, I'll be here till midnight or later, you know, right. but now it's kind of chill. Um, we don't really have anything coming up, so enjoy it while you can, right? <laughs> exactly. We're gonna take some time. We're gonna chill. Yeah, I think so much comes down to also setting expectations with our customers, right? Like, I think a lot of times we get ourselves into traps because we've overpromised, and then we have to work twenty four seven so that we can meet the deadline that we created, instead yes. of setting more realistic expectations and building yeah. in time for ourselves and building yeah. in time for a weekend, heaven yeah. forbid. Right. Yeah. We have also done that. Um, and that's why I'm like, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> you know, we're going to say, Hey, this is going to take this long. And 
you know, we can, if it, if it happens earlier, cool. But, um, you know, if we want to work on it a little bit more, cool. But, you know, I have learned that um, don't promise something's going to be done in six months. Right. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. What would so, you say has been your, like, biggest hard lesson that you've learned thus far? And, and examples, like, what happened that, that you learned the lesson from? I'm all about sharing our mistakes because that's how we all learn, right? Right. Um... Um, I'm like, where do I start? Um, <laughs> um, That's good. If you don't have a lot of mistakes, it means you're not learning. You're not doing anything. So having lots of mistakes is wear it with a badge of honor. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I always say that too, you know, uh, with painting, um, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have runs. You're going to have all kinds of problems. And that's how I feel like that's what makes a great painter in a sense is you learn how to fix things and you, you know, like you're able to fix it and yeah, you know, it's kind of like you're, you're not supposed to burn stuff in, but you know, like, like, okay, well I can spot this little spot in that we, that we scratch trying to put it together. You know, it's like, you don't stress out about it. You're like, I can fix it. It's cool. Right. I remember that's what Faye said. I don't know. Something happened and Faye was like, you're just the most calm person. I'm like, it's fine. We can fix it. Yeah. We can fix it. No problem. There's very little that can't be fixed. Right. And, and it's all just, if you've never fixed it before, then you learn how to fix something new. Like when we had to do the interior of that cab again on the Chevy Montage. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> I, to this day, I'm like, hey, you don't need to do these two things because paint will peel off in sheets. You don't need to do that. Right. <laughs> so we'll have to tell everybody the story so that they understand. And, and I, this, I share this, right, because it is through our mistakes that we learn the lesson the best. Right. Somebody else telling you it is one thing. Doing the mistake yourself and learning from it, like you will never make that mistake again. So um, Madison yeah. was supposed to come out for, you were supposed to be out for just two weeks and you came out for three weeks, right? Uh. Something, something like, something like that. that. You stayed for an extra week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we finished spraying the inside of the Chevy Montage, the cab, and there was a little, there was a little bump looking thing. And I was like, what's that? And there was somebody else there, not one of our core group, uh, who was like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, it looks like something. And they're like, no, no, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. And so the next day, Madison's like, what is this? What is this? It's a bubble. And she cut it with a razor blade. And I remember walking into the back room and Madison has her hand in between the paint and the metal of the cab and peeled a sheet of paint off. It was the most horrific, heart-sinking feeling ever. And I just remember you're calm about it. And you're like, okay. We can fix this. We change my flight. I'm gonna stay out longer. We're gonna fix this, and and you did. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I have I have pictures. <laughs> Is that what you're looking for right now? Yeah, okay. it was the most horrifying thing I've I had experienced, and of course, SEMA build right. We're all under a tremendous amount of pressure and tremendous amount of stress, and. 
Um, just the <gasps> attitude that you had was just so amazing. Did you find it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened, y'all. That was real. That happened. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was, okay, hold on. Talk about sharing our ethos. This is what it looked like, right? Yeah. I'm like, what? What's what's this? What's, what's that? That's not right. Line? What's happening? I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> nope. Yes. Yeah, so nope. I love doing that. I love like if there's a bubble or something. I'm like, I just want to pick at it. I want to see what it is. <laughs> see what's going on with it. Let's see. Hopefully. It Let's see. I feel like there were so many wonderful lessons from that. Oh, you got a video of it? Jeez, woman. <laughs> Look at that. Get real here, guys. This this was a heart sinking moment. Oh my God. Yeah. Brutal. But <gasps> oh hold on. Uh oh. Here we go. It's like the whole interior i was crying yes it was so bad it was so bad it was so bad and so somebody asked was it um did we mix it incorrectly um no so we were given some bad advice on product compatibility <laughs> and yeah and i think like as horrible as that was like that was such a horrible moment and it was such a a horrible lesson to learn and it was just traumatic i think for all of us but um, it, it, we learn so much about ourselves through that. And I think mm -hmm. it just kind of goes to show like, no matter what happens, no matter how bad it is, your perspective on it is what matters and, and what lessons you take away from it. And I know for Madison, we talked to, and I, like we talked about this a, a bunch and like, we both had suspicions and we both didn't trust the advice that we were being given but we chose not to listen to our instinct and we chose to listen to somebody else instead. And, and I think that's a hard thing, right? Cause sometimes it's all about listening to other people and learning from their mistakes. And then sometimes you have to trust <laughs> your gut and we both knew better and we didn't listen to ourselves. And then we kicked ourselves afterwards. So that was like a really powerful lesson. I think for both of us to, to check in with ourselves and like, okay, I do know my stuff and I need to trust myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I bet you've never made that mistake ever again. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, okay, uh, we don't need to do these because this <laughs> and this don't like each other. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so all, all about sharing our F ups. And that was a big one. <laughs> yes. I'm like, hmm. What else? Yes. Um, seeing if there are any questions here? How many techs work there? Any NADC alumni? NADC, do you know what that means? Yes, that is Nashville Auto Diesel College. Ah. The college. Okay, very yeah. cool. So I guess the, the question was whether you, whether there's anybody else from that school working with you? No, no. Just Just me. Um, I still keep in touch with a couple people. Um, and you know what's kind of sad um they don't really i think one person there's there's a select few people that actually are going to school for it or not going to school for it that are actually working in what they went to school for 
you know. How big of a program did you go to? Um, it was, I don't remember how many there were. Um, there were hundreds of people and there was only six females. So that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, we got called a lot of names. Have you ever I'm heard sure. of Bondo? Well, yeah, we were Bondo of what? Bondo bunnies. Bondo bunnies. Mm, I've not heard that one. Well, we did. <laughs> so, anyway, um, it was cool. It was it was fun. I love the teachers, uh, the instructors. I still talk to a lot of them. We're friends on Facebook. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. I loved them. I learned a lot. Um, yeah, it was. I think the reason why I went there is because they had a custom paint class. And I thought that was really cool. And I learned a lot of airbrushing techniques. Nice. And it was two hours from home. So I got to come home every other weekend. So very cool. Very cool. Um, you've gotten a ton of love in the comments. There's a number of people who have said that they're familiar with your work and, and have a ton of a ton of respect for you. So good. You're creating a name for yourself, my dear. Um, Car Creations by Mike is asking if you do everything at your shop or just paint, clutch, motor, etc. Um, once you get into the timing and the performance stuff, I'm like, just send it to Bogey. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I, what we do is we'll get a crate like the LT5, you know, we'll put the drive system on it. We'll plumb it. Um, we do everything except for interior and performance work. Okay. Uh, we have a full-time metal guy and we can do pretty much anything else. So okay. do you prefer doing like a strict restoration or doing a custom build? Or customizing? Uh, either way, um, I like customizing, like that 55 in there. You know, we're we're putting our own touch on some things, which is really cool. You know, we get to be creative. Um, I like I like doing them all, really. Um, I guess it's, it's easier. It's more cut and dry with restoration, mm. you know. Okay, I don't have to think of this random thing or this custom one-off thing that's right. That's got cool for this build, you know. So, um, all right. Question is like question from the audience: Where is your shop located? Uh, Milan, Tennessee. So, if you are on the map and you see Memphis and Nashville, we're like right, right in the middle. middle. All right, yeah. beautiful. So we have a whopping eight minutes left because time flies and Instagram is going to kick us off of here soon. So let everybody know where they can find you if they want to follow your work, if they want to check out your shop, what's the best place for them to find you? Okay. Let me read my business card here. <laughs> uh, uh, so you can follow the shop, which is uh, on Facebook, just riveting rides. And then on um, Instagram, it's riveting period rides. And, you know, you see my, my Instagram, but um, yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I don't tweet. I don't think TikTok. I don't do none of that. <laughs> 
You I'm don't got time for any of that. You got a business you're running. I know. <laughs> I've slacked off on our social media. I really need to get back to it because, you know, we got that Camaro out. We need to post some pictures of it. But, it's you know, hard. if I post something, then one customer gets mad and was like, I see you working on that stuff and not my stuff. I'm like, I just posted it on social media. So I'm like, I'm not posting yeah. anything. It's hard <laughs> to keep up with all of it. <laughs> so yeah. for anybody who does not know Madison, has not met her before, I know a lot of you have, um, make sure you follow her shop, follow her, give her some social media love, um, check out all of her incredible work. Um, my last question for you in these last moments, words of advice to other folks, not just ladies, but just other folks who are coming up in the industry or wanting to get into the industry, what are your 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 biggest words of advice um <clears throat> it's not always about you um learn keep keep an open mind with everything um it's not it's not your way or the highway um and that's one thing that i like about here is you know we'll all put our inputs together it's so yeah that's what good. Jason, that is good advice. What's that? Jason. Um, you know, I was telling you earlier about Jason and Tasha Graham in Nashville. Ah. Um, any advice? His advice is just don't do it. <laughs> now, now, let's not be negative. <laughs> you gotta know him, though. Great. I've done a lot of stuff with them, and they're really good people. That's awesome. Very cool. It is so important I, to have people around you who you can turn to for, for answers and questions and brain collaborating because there's no way to know everything. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. it, absolutely. I mean, I'm calling anybody and everybody I like the wiring for that truck. You know, I'm, I'm texting people. I'm calling people. I'm like, hey, what do you what do you need help? Jason said, start a, start a business petting puppy dogs. If I could get paid to pet puppy dogs, I would totally do that. But um, I think I would probably mess working on cars. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to admit, <laughs> but um, we're going to have to say goodbye because we only have a few minutes left. So I want to wrap, wrap this up. I love you tremendously. I have a ton of respect for you. I'm so, so very proud for you and proud of you and all of your successes. And I, I can't wait to see what the future brings for you. Um, we need to catch up more offline. So you're on the hook for a phone call really soon. Um, and I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank all of you lovely folks out there in Instagram land um, for joining us tonight. And and having fun hanging out with us. Um, please make sure you give this wonderful woman a follow. Reach out to her if you have questions. Give her some love. And make sure you tune in next week for another fantastic guest. So thank you to you all. I'll be sending you one of these, Madison, in the mail as a thank you for joining me. Um, <laughs> and we will catch up more soon and everybody else I will see you guys next week be good all be safe bye bye, bye.